This episode is brought to you by R. Lee Ermey. Wipe that disgusting grin off your face. Sir, yes, sir. Well, any fucking time, sweetheart. Sir, I'm trying, sir. Private pile, I'm going to give you three seconds. Exactly three fucking seconds to wipe that stupid-looking grin off your face, or I will gouge out your eyeballs and skull fuck you. One, two, three. Sir, I can't help it. Oh, shit, get on your knees, scumbag. to Horror Movie Talk. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology, and me, Professor David Day. I'm the foremost expert in scare no-nos. New theatrical releases usually get priority around here, but sometimes we give that priority to uh, new streaming releases. The movie that we're going to be reviewing today doesn't start streaming in America until tomorrow, as this airs. So... This is airing on a Wednesday. This movie comes out on Shutter tomorrow, on Thursday. Um, so do take that into account. Um, and, uh, you know. But what if people don't have a Shutter account? Well, I have good news for you, and we'll get to that. Uh, with the code HMT at checkout, get you 30 free days at Shutter.com. Uh, so you can watch it over there. Pretty cool episode, I'd say, today. We're going to be reviewing The Sadness, which is, um, whoo, what a, what a country. Um, what a crazy, <laughs> crazy movie this is. This is absolutely bonkers. But not only that, uh, we have our hard fucking artist with the Teflon dick right over there. We got Dustin Goble. How you doing, Dustin, my I'm boy? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Doing good, man. It's great to have you back. The last time we had you on was on Possessor, where you made us aware of that crazy cool movie, and now you we have you on for The Sadness to make yeah. us aware of this. Yeah, hopefully you guys like this one. It was something else. Let <laughs> me tell you. I, so, um, you, by the way, if you guys want to check out Dustin, Dustin has been doing our artwork for years now. He's... Just a super talented artist, and you can check him out over on his Instagram at dgobel00. That's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram. And, uh, you know, from there you'll find a link to his website. And uh, is there anything specifically you want to plug for yourself, Dustin? No, I don't have much going on other than a lot of commissions and a lot of uh, work, just like day job stuff. So, um the Instagram thing, yeah, if you want to check it out, you can go way back and, and see kind of, man, like, I think it goes back 10, 11 years when I was doing, like, chalkboards for a grocery store and all this stuff. So it's kind of cool to see how uh, my style evolved in there. 
Nice. Yeah, well, we just appreciate the hell out of you. And Do you I mean, got any cool commissions that you're working on right now? I'm working on a dog portrait that's set up like uh, that scene from Midsommar with the flowers, the headdress, that, and all that good awesome. stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so the, it's like, a, is it a golden retriever? Uh, no, it's one of those like white, fluffy things i don't i don't know exactly what like a that pomeranian is, or a... something like that why has it got to be white <laughs> um so today we're this is how this is gonna go you can check us out over at horrormovietalk.com uh from there you find links to all our stuff we got second saturday watch parties every second saturday of the month over at streamlounge.io get an account over there we post new episodes every single wednesday and if you'd like to call the show tell us what's up you can call us at 682-253-4468. So the, this is somewhat important this 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 time because this is a real new movie that hasn't been released as of the day that we record or uh, are releasing this uh, review. So listen to my words. We start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being bad, 10 being great. And after we give our score, we get into spoilers and we spoil the shit out of the movie. You hear me? We spoil the movie. The movie. We spoil it. Is there that much to spoil with this one? Um, no. I mean, specific scenes, I guess. Yeah, but there are. I think you kind of know what you're get, getting to when you're going into it, if you've seen the trailer. I, yeah, I didn't, I don't do that. So I, everything for me was brand new and I don't know. People will get upset if they, if they are spoiled and they didn't. So anyway, later in this episode, we'll be doing horror movie whores where we, uh, you know, take your calls. But also, you know, I was thinking at first I was like, you know, we need a, after this heavy fucking gross, super gross movie, we need like a palate cleanser. And, uh, and then I was like, you know what? No, double down on the depravity. <laughs> Make it real disgusting. And so what we're going to do is a little one-off bit where we um, take a look at some of the movies deeper down on the horror movie iceberg. Um, and we're just going to read the descriptions and uh, and figure out if it's a snuff film or if it's a, a horror film or like what, you know, what it is. If, if you're not familiar, stick around until that segment and <laughs> you're going to be real... Real upset <laughs> by a lot of the things that you hear. Um, so, as I said, we watched The Sadness before it was available for streaming in the U.S. because we're a big-time movie review podcast, and you're not. Um, I can easily say that this is one of the craziest movies I've ever seen, and it will stick with me for a long time. This is where I would normally play the trailer, but because this is a Taiwanese movie, you won't uh, understand any of the, any I can, of the I can dialogue. translate. No, you can't. Oh, okay. You I'm can't? a polyglot, yeah. A polyglot? When mm -hmm. somebody who understands multiple languages. I mean, obviously, if you've listened to our uh, hatching episode. That's right. Well, but this isn't an animal. This isn't animal mm -hmm. translation. This is... Oh, right. If you don't... If you know how to speak animals, like, you, you, you won't be able to understand other human languages... You said it, not you me. You tell me. I hey, you, you tell me which is more difficult. You tell me. Uh, so the so instead, I'm just going to jump right into the sadness uh, synopsis. I should say. <laughs> I've already <laughs> jumped into the sadness uh, years ago. The sadness follows boyfriend Jim uh, and girlfriend Cam. Cam. 
and girlfriend Kat on their normal day in Taiwan. Unfortunately for our couple, this normal day is the day that the Alvin virus hits their city. The Alvin virus is a pandemic that they've been hearing about for a while, but no one seems to be taking seriously. It's kind of weird. As the virus hits their hometown, people start to die and worse, rape each other <laughs> in the streets. The Alvin virus quickly mutates into the Simon and then finally the Theodore virus. Uh, Alvin! Which is, ter- which is the most terrifying. <laughs> Alvin, shut up, Dustin. <laughs> uh, the virus causes people to cry as they assault each other while simultaneously exhibiting total ecstasy in causing pain and torture, inflicting those things. Uh, the virus seems to unlock the most reprehensible parts of people and make them capable of depravity you've never even seen in horror movies. Will Jim and Cat make it through or will the virus take them? Okay, so the sadness is Canadian writer director. Uh, I think Rob, J- man, when I when I put this over here, uh, Rob Jabaz, it's his writer director um, f- first feature full first full length feature film, um, and. And it's actually an adaptation that he did of a comic book called Crossed by, uh, that was written, um, mostly by Garth Ennis, but also, uh, Alan Moore. Um, and for some reason, he chose to do this in Taiwan. Um, it may be that Crossed took place in Taiwan. I'm not, not certain. I don't do that kind of homework or any. <laughs> Uh, without question, this is one of the most depraved movies I've ever seen in terms of dialogue. The violence is absolutely absurd and over the top. The themes are disgusting and are meant to cast light on the absurdities of politicizing a major health concern, such as a pandemic. Timely. Um, I heard, that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. People, people would put aside politics for health of the of the people. It's interesting you should mention that. We have a call that came in. <laughs> I listened to that one too. <laughs> I'm excited to get to it. We have a call that came in that questions um I mean well, well I mean we'll it was a nice to, well, well uh, yeah. I mean, we could just play it right now. Nah. Nah. Um no, you stick around for horror movies horrors. Uh I heard a little bit about the sadness before I watched it, enough to brace myself, which was good, because I don't think I wouldn't have enjoyed this movie at all otherwise. <laughs> um, the makeup... I started watching this last night upstairs while Aaron was playing Minecraft on her laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Light and breezy evening for Aaron. <laughs> and she got to, she got to a point and she's like, I can't. I, I can't even be in the same room. I was like, yeah, that's I'm I was surprised I was surprised she got through that much because I think she got to a certain rape scene. <laughs> wow, wow, she made which it that is, far, which is really the pinnacle of the movie. <laughs> I don't think you can match the depravity of that scene. Yeah, there's a couple. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think I know which rape scene you're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, fun times. 
you know, this is just entertainment people watching their TVs to fall asleep to, you know? Uh-huh. So it was like, eh. A lot of our listeners probably. Fall asleep with huge boner. Um, <laughs> I, I can't take care of this one. Um, so the makeup, effects, and execution is unbelievable, uh, rivaling that of similar splatter movies like Brain Dead, uh, a.k.a. Dead Alive. Um, this is a, a pretty impressive uh, movie effects-wise. Uh, it's a slick movie and it's well made and it outpaces most action movies handily. Um, this is a fast, fast, fast movie and it just keeps that pace up. Um, it takes, oh, it's also so absurdly disgusting that I imagine most won't be able to finish it. It takes the old premise of zombies and the morality tales that they brought to the silver screen and pops a monster truck engine under the hood before sending you to hell with tears streaming from your eyes. The sadness is super gross, but it does have something of a point, uh, which makes it easier to take in. That's what I was talking to Dustin. I was asking him a couple days ago. I was like, where does this fall? I have a feeling Dustin watches grosser movies than I do. Um, And so I was like, Dustin... Where does this fall in terms of super, super gross, disturbing, gross movies for you? And uh, Dustin, what did you say? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely up there. But like you said, I feel like there's a reason behind the way people are acting in this movie. So it's not as disturbing as, say, uh, like Human Centipede 2, where you just have this, like, grotesque fat dude with bulging eyes, like doing all this ridiculous stuff to these people for no apparent reason other than he's insane. So, um, yeah, but it, it, it's right up there. Yeah. It feels like there's something like it. There's a kind of a cudgel of a point on this movie, which is like people. Uh, Actually, I, uh, it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) There's something. I didn't, I didn't see a big, a huge overarching point other than like, People can be bad. Yeah, it's actually this. People. What a bunch of bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's there's not a I mean it's not it's nothing earth-shattering. It's not like a like a great point or anything like that, but it there is something there, mm-hmm. right? It's not depravity for depravity's sake necessarily. There's like a little like pigeonholed like mm-hmm. yeah, but look, people are bad no matter who they are. You know, kind of like Super, sure. Super great point. Yeah. Uh, but not. Yeah. So, you know, take that for what It'd it be is. be great if it was like the the premise is it like it makes you do your most intrusive, like subconscious thoughts and everyone's just raping and murdering and and like just fucking shit up. And then there's just one guy that's like, you know, I've always wanted to take a walk along the river, but I never did it. You know, I've always wanted to try my hand at at building, you know, little model cars. <laughs> and he's just there, just like, yeah, fucking cars. He's got, he's got black eyes. Yeah, he's like, ah, cars. <laughs> he's got black eyes and like dull's eyes. The nonstop themes of rape, murder, and stupendously disgusting dialogue where characters describe in vivid detail the acts of violent sodomy they wish to perform made me so happy this film wasn't in English. (laughs) (laughs) Had I heard those words spoken in a language that I understood, I would have been 
maybe unable to finish this movie. Yeah, I know. I'm used to reading them every day. Yeah, I read that shit constantly, but I'm like, oh, here it's spoken gross. Um, yeah, there is. <clears throat> I, I lost my train of thought. Go, go ahead. Yeah, it's so, I. There, the the stuff they say in this movie is so fucking gross. Um, that reading it or hearing it said in your native language is is it's just very difficult to to stomach it's it is nasty uh, so what you're saying is you guys would never dub this movie for like you know a bunch of patreons <laughs> oh whoa <laughs> that's actually like rice wow. you could be the businessman and david could be the girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome ew yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be, that's a really good idea, Dustin. Wow, we gotta get you on the show wow. more. Dang. The only movie that I've ever reviewed that left me feeling as gross as this, or almost as gross as this, was The House That Jack Built. Um, I, that movie bothered me for a long time, and this this probably will bother me less, but just because it it feels like less of a... It feels like less of, like, I don't know, a critique of real life or something like that i'm not sure yeah i don't know <clears throat> like it feels almost like a callback to when was it like mid 2000s with all the torture porn yeah like it's it's it just and turned it turned it up to 10 yeah the torture porn and then also porn torture yeah also some, some yeah <laughs> a new genre <laughs> emerges <laughs> Um, yeah, not many will be able to get through this one, and those who do will have to live with all those nasty thoughts in their head for the rest of their life. But, you know, say Livy. Um, Alvin! Yeah, so my score for this one, uh, this is a real, a real slick movie that was well made and well executed and made me, I mean, it accomplished its goals, which I was fucking super grossed out. Um, and, uh, and it made me feel icky. So eight out of mm -hmm. ten. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What uh what about you, Bryce? Um I don't know. This is more of a personal taste thing. Like once it's a zombie movie, it kind of like takes off a point for me. I'm like, sure. all right. I know I get into like 20 minutes of it and I'm like, okay, well, it's going to be this exactly for the next hour. So you're saying it's a 9. Um <laughs> So, I mean, I know it, and, you know, every zombie movie is putting its own stank on it. And it's like, no, it's it's different. This is a different virus. does this. Yeah. But essentially, it's crowds of people chasing after you to eat you. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Um, this is different, though, Bryce. This is different. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it does get a point for me because there is a head explosion. Any any movie with a head explosion in it by default gets an extra point for me. So I mean I I uh, I give it like a seven. I think it's it's good. It's not a must see, but if you're into this genre, if you're into zombie movies, you want to see something different. And if you're into torture porn, like this is the pinnacle, right up your alley. <laughs> yeah, this is the pinnacle of like normal movies uh torture porn like before it starts getting into uh you know movies where you're like i don't know what is faces of death is that real you know like eh, how real is this and if there's some question about like the reality of the whole thing 
then that transcends this a little bit. But yeah, what what did you think of this movie, Dustin? Uh, so I'm I am a sucker for zombie movies. I, I went through this big stage when I was in college, like so early two thousands, like same. you were saying. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so Shaun of the Dead, like twenty eight days later, like the crazies, all that all that shit came out, and I was just like, okay, I need to watch as much as I can. Yeah. Keep feeding me. Yeah. So <clears throat> this kind of brought me back to sort of that time. And, and I like how it was like the crazies, but turned up to 11. Um, so, man, I feel kind of fucked up now, but I, I'd give it a nine. You know, I don't I think this this is the thing. It's so silly to rate movies. Yeah. We haven't said this in a little bit, you know, but I am judging you. No. <laughs> You can't like you can't judge. It's art. When next time you're running for political office, this is going to come up. To oh bite shit! You. Like God damn it! He gave a movie I didn't even think of that. with a <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> no, <laughs> with a skull fucking <laughs> a nine out of ten. This is the stuff that he likes. Yeah, he's this is his stamp of approval. And Dustin will be like, "Well, tricks on you. That's my platform." yeah you be careful if you're around dustin you know just watch out for your skull that's all i'm gonna wear sunglasses (laughs) eye protection get some some oakley's proper ppe (laughs) so you can't get in there (laughs) oh man okay so we got a nine we got we got we got a seven eight nine that's pretty that's no matter how you cut it it's uh you know, our scores say it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. So, so yeah. Hey, guys, if you want to catch one of our live shows, you can do so this May 27th. That's a Friday, 2022. You come out to Vancouver, Washington, and you join us at the Kiggins Theater, and we will be watching uh, The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. And also, we'll be having a good time in the theater. We'll be introing it. We'll be uh, giving uh, giving stuff away in one of those things that I can't remember what it's called. What's that thing called where you give stuff away? A raffle. And uh, and we'll also be you know shooting the shit with you guys. So come on out, see us live at the Kiggins, and you know pre-purchase those tickets at kigginstheater.com. Theater is spelled with an R E in that in that way to make you to make you realize this is a classy establishment yeah we're not going to any peasant theater 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 this is a theater yeah <laughs> if you guys want to watch this movie you can do so tomorrow as this episode airs so thursday over on shutter.com that's right shutter.com is the place for streaming horror and uh, it's got tons of original movies and shows, all horror-themed, and it's like the Netflix of horror. So when you go to sign up for Shudder, you can get yourself a free 30-day trial if you enter that HMT code at checkout. Um, that'll get you the 30-day free trial. And, uh, you know, really, you're probably going to want to stick around after that because there is just so much content on there for horror fiends. I think uh, I think Dustin, one of Dustin's favorite movies, is over there. Um, is that from? Is it called From Beyond? Or is uh, it Beyond? Uh, the, the The Beyond. The Beyond. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super. Is, would you classify that as 
is that a Jalo movie? Kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, it's a like weird zombie gates of hell movie from the eighties. It's, I believe, it's Italian. Yeah, there's a and and by the way, like if you're lane, if if you don't know anything about Italian Jalo horror, or if that is your lane. There is a ton of it over there on Shutter. So, um, yeah, go ahead and sign up there. HMT at checkout gets you 30 free days. If you're listening to these commercials and you hate it, then you should know we have a whole, we, we will post this episode on our Patreon for a certain tier and there won't be any commercials on it at all. And I think that's only $6.66 per month. Uh, that's about the cost of a cup of coffee. So all you got to do is head on over there. Pony up, and then you get every single episode with commercial free. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Don't be stingy, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where it spits. That's the whole <laughs> That's where it spits. Um, so check out our Patreon. We That's the best way to support the show. This is a free show, and, uh, and we appreciate all the support that we get from all our patrons, of which Dustin is one. So thank you, Dustin, also. Um, you can buy a shirt, you can buy a sticker, you can buy a coaster, you can buy all kinds of crazy crap over at horrormovietalk.com slash shop. And finally, again, just a reminder, check out our resident artist, Dustin Goble, the man, the myth, the legend with the Teflon dick. He's a professional artist. He fucks really hard and he's so busy sometimes with his art. That's how, that's how good his shit is that he's, he's too busy to take mm-hmm. on commissions sometimes. Um, and Very so, true. I mean, we got him on the line here. We could just let the hard fucker t- give himself a plug. Yeah. What do go, you- go ahead, Dustin. Let's uh, put him on the line. Oh, well, we already did this. It's fine. <laughs> uh, you seem busy. He can't hear oh. that. Can he hear that drop? <laughs> he can't yeah. hear it. Oh, I heard nice. it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Dustin, it was a big load. I gotta say, um, yeah, so tell check him out over at dgobel00 on Instagram. That's D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram. Again, you want to call the show, you can do so by calling 682-253-4468. That's 682-253-4468. Thanks for listening, and let's get into spoilers. What a bunch of bastards. Okay, so the sadness starts out. Now, listen, this hasn't been released yet as of this day. So this is getting spoiled. So if you want to watch this hyper disgusting movie, maybe pause the episode now. Pick it up after you've watched this. I mean, for anyone that's like, this is their lane. Of, like, just watching disgusting gore happen. I don't think there's really much to be spoiled. Anything that we say is really an advertisement. Yeah, but not only that, I think it may help them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to the skull fucking. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Uh, so this was. I, I guess I should pre- should start this out. But do you did you know anything about this going in? Like other than me being like hype, hype, hype. No zero. Yeah, okay. you had hyped it up pretty hard. Um, right. And did buckle it, up! Did, it's gonna be, oof, it's pretty insane. And did it meet it those expectations, or were you like, boo, stupid? Well, I was expecting like, I don't know, just 
I don't know what I was expecting. A good movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're expecting. I mean, like, it was pretty. It was pretty like straight Schindler's ahead. List or it something. Was, it was pretty straight ahead in terms of like what it is, and so yeah. I mean, I don't know when you. <laughs> I'm so numb to like true human depravity at this point, having been on the internet for 20 years. It's like, eh. Mm. I mean, sure, he, he he fucked that living girl in her eye socket, but, you know, I saw a guy, like, get exploded yesterday from a tire, so. Well, there you it's go. pretty comparable. Wow. You know? um, so. Ew. Ew. Ew, David. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Bryce is, Bryce is gross. That's gross. Um, Dustin, did this movie hit you? Like, like, how did you hear about this? And like, when you watched it, what was your reaction? Yeah, so I saw the trailer about a year ago when this movie came out. And uh, I was, it doesn't really explain much other than, I, I think it kind of just showed, you know, people's faces melting off and stuff like that. I was like, holy shit. So, um, I, I don't know what I was expecting other than this is going to be this is going to be pretty gruesome and and it did its job I think <laughs> pretty well. You know, so I sit down and watch these things a lot of times with my wife and she ducks she ducks out uh you know a decent amount of the time just cuz it's just sometimes she just wants to fall asleep and uh, and it's hard to do that with rape and violence mm. in the background. Sure. Sometimes. But Bryce's wife not a big fan of mm -hmm. Of disturbing horror content. What about what about your wife, Dustin? Is she wants no. to sit down and watch this stuff with no. you? No, I watch this on my phone <laughs> <laughs> while you're masturbating next to her in the dark. She's like, boy. Well, I, mean, I touched her thigh. What's got you so geared up? <laughs> Why are you so geared up? I'm watching this movie. What's it called? The sadness. <laughs> And she's like, oh, that's dark. And you're like, you don't even know. <laughs> I, mean, I got to say, it feels like false advertising. They I mean, are they, so they, happy. They seem Everybody so happy. happy. Everyone was like super happy. Yeah, well, that's kind of the they most. They were crying, but it seemed like they were tears of joy. Once they explain the mechanics of how it works, of how this Alvin virus works on the brain, and you realize. <laughs> that rascal virus. What? <laughs> like what why they're crying and smiling and having such a good time it kind of adds this extra level of grossness to yeah. the whole thing um so bravo on that i guess because it's it's so it adds a weird dichotomy to the whole thing but yeah it starts out like any other zombie movie shit's chill in the background it's like oh news reports are that shit's fucked and you're like no it's chill we're it's chill look He's got he's got his neighbor. He's watering his basil. I got. I I'm trying to think. I think Dawn of the Dead, the remake, mm -hmm. is the only movie I can think of where it starts out with just the, a wave yeah. of zombies. Where it seems like most of them are like scattered reports, and the one guy, the one zombie walking around in the neighborhood. Uh -huh. Like, hey, that's weird. Frank's not usually out this morning. <laughs> hey, that's weird. Frank doesn't usually eat brains. Hey, Frankie. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, that brings up a good point. This, I mean, to any seasoned horror fan, this is basically a reskinning 
of 28 Days Later. Mm. Yeah. Uh, a reskinning and then just like amplification. It's like, even down to the virus, they, they say, oh, this is a version of, ra- this is kind of yeah. like the rabies, it hits the limbic system, like all of that stuff. This is like, but then really turned up in terms of violence and depravity uh, and pacing. Yeah. Um, so like, it's all just 28 days later done t- to death. Um, so, so yeah, um, they had, you know, we got, uh, Jim and Cat or Pam, and they head out to do their their normal day. Cat uh, gets on the subway. Jim heads downstairs to get on his like motor scooter. Actually, yeah. So Jim Jim's really like kind of like, huh? Some weird stuff going on. Like the, that neighbor across the mm-hmm. across the chasm on top of that other building. That was really the most disturbing part of the movie for me was any time that guy was on screen. I was like, oh, it'd be great if if it was actually played by John Krasinski as Jim from The Office. Right. Like sees the old lady just like bloodied standing on the roof and then he like turns to camera and gets it gives it one of those Jim looks. <laughs> it's w- <laughs> <laughs> seen someone get raped and murdered. It's like turns the camera turns to the camera. Now, are you seeing what I'm seeing? <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Another day in the office. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, no, that that dude, it, they referred to it as a lady, but it might have been a dude. Like, I'm really not sure. The dude in white. No idea. The lady in white. But uh, the, easily, the like, there's a lot of really disturbingly made up people. And just the presentation of that person was upsetting kind of looked like the uh that weird monster from pan's labyrinth mm. you know had this <laughs> just oh just like oh god so you know it's just somebody's grandparent really hey Ooh, wow now i'm drawing a lot of weird parallels um anywho yeah I was, so i was just imagining you just give a description of someone that looks asian like it was really disturbing. They had a real different look to them. Wow. Had these. All right. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Inappropriate. Um, y'all. That's that was Bryce's voice. Um. So there's a lot of this stuff on the 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 next door neighbors. Like ah, the pandemic's a scam. You know, this is just the government trying to keep a lid on things. You know, they don't want the they don't want the economy to go to to go in the shitter and. And then, as Jim's down, you know, walking around in the coffee shop next door, then things just go from zero to a billion. And I hit my note is, granny spit, fryer attack, neck stab, car run over, suicide leap, chase sequence. (laughs) And this all happens within the span of 15 seconds. Yeah. It was like, all this, it was like RoboCop 2. Uh, the start of RoboCop 2, which is just like, crazy, crazier, even crazier, crazy! And it's like, oh, 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 oh! And, uh, it really ramps up into just this, just high speed, like, very, very fast, and it doesn't really put that pace down very much. I have a, okay, here's a, here's an issue. Uh, what are the rules of this virus? Because it seems very... 
iffy to where the grandma spits on the guy's face and he turns into a zombie immediately. Boom. Like within, within, within moments. before the spit hits yeah. his right. <laughs> within moments he's he's also stabbing people in the neck. But then Jim gets like bled on and his, and uh cat is just around an entire subway full of people. It's like is this airborne? Is this like uh, spittle uh, particles? Like, how much of this does it take to infect a person? Because Jim, it took the whole movie, and Cat uh, yeah. never got it, even though she was exposed about a billion times. What do you think, Dustin? Uh, yeah, I think you're thinking too hard about this, man. <laughs> uh, well, I mean. COVID's the same way, right? Kinda. It's it's a good point. Yeah, I think. I mean, I got hocked a loogie in my mouth, and I never got it. Yeah, see, my grandma. No, I mean, so so as one does. Not not to go like crazy far ahead, but I think Cat is immune to it somehow. Oh yeah, I guess she was uh, injected. And then like yeah, Jim Jim has a little accident with his fingers, and then he tries to help somebody out and gets a plug on him. Then and I think that's kind of the first time that he he kind of has uh, infected blood on him. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think you're thinking too hard. Yeah. It's I'm yeah. gonna pose the this. I'm gonna pose this real quick. It's 2022. Hmm. I think the zombie genre is starting to just kind of uh, uh, what do you call transcend needing these these rules and we're just we just go you all get the premise right you get it well okay we need certain people to stay alive for a certain amount of time but we also need fucked up shit to happen so can we just can we just be so done with can you just shut the fuck up yeah i think it's it, there's an element of that it's mm-hmm. certain and i got that feeling too throughout the movie i was like wait a minute what but the movie is just like shut the fuck up it just smacks you in the face like batman smacking yeah. robin you mm-hmm. know it's like shut up we're going on a ride. It's going to get weird. And uh, boy, does it. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to see skull fucking or not? Yeah. <laughs> you want to see horrific rape? Okay. Shut up. So, like, sit down here. Finger my coffee. Um, I, Man, your wife got me this extra coffee. Uh, this is dangerous. I kind of need you to take it away from me if that would be. Can, can you do that? Just, can I drink it? Um, I guess if you don't mind, you know the the Alvin virus. Here you go. Yeah, I can't. I cannot do any more coffee. Show me that uh, straw behind your computer. Straw behind my computer. So, got to kill some turtles. Now that, now that, oh, because of the straw. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, we and and so Jim is going through one of the craziest mornings he's had in you know at least a week, and his girlfriend now we we got on a train and she's getting hit on by this creeper kind of guy who's, I mean to his credit he's he's kind of he's kind of trying to just be nice and personable but there's also some heavy duty incel vibes going on with this guy. Um, and she's like, hey, can you, can you, like, I'm trying to read my book. And he does not take this well. He's like, bitch, I was being polite. I was being nice. You know, I, I was just trying to have a nice conversation on the train. 
yada bo yada. And then this other rider on the train who is is like just now becoming fully infected pulls out the switchblade. By the way, I have this very switchblade. Really? Yeah, this very one. And it's a nice, it's a fucking so sharp. <laughs> like, like, I love, like, I love knives and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I don't have a lot of them, but you, when you, when you get a knife that is like, c- that comes to you razor sharp, there's a certain element and with a, with a single point and both ends are sharpened, whew, there's a certain respect that you have for that piece of equipment you're like jesus christ this thing can fuck somebody up and he proceeds to <laughs> stab everyone on this train car just stab 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 yeah it was very uh kill bill quentin tarantino-esque amount of blood yes it was mountainous volumes of blood uh, and <laughs> there was the guy that gets his neck stabbed and like it's just a gushing fountain of blood that just coats the entire ceiling. It was very much. Car. It was very much the the bed scene from Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. It just shot into the ceiling. And Aaron said, "I'm not sure that's the the amount of blood that can be in a one human person." Yeah. I'm like, shut up, Aaron. <laughs> Ew, no, David. Yeah, Dustin. Was there a point where you? Did you know anything about this movie going in? No, not. <clears throat> I saw the trailer, so I, I just knew that it was gonna. It was. It looked kind of like dead alive esque gore, and I knew it was a zombie sort of movie. So, no, I. I was still surprised, though. I mean, granted, the. I, I think the. The apex of this film, the skull fuck, is actually my least favorite part because it just that that's <laughs> is that actually your least favorite. Part? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I drew the line. I was like, ah, that's too much. You know, Luckily, I th- I thought it was going to show more. It didn't show anything. There was and no. Sometimes I think that's the worst part about those things. I don't know. You think it's bad? You think the worst <laughs> part is that it's insinuating so much, mm-hmm. and that yeah, you're, yeah, you're allowed to sit with that in your head and go, "What's he doing?" Exactly. I don't know. I think it would have been worse if they showed insertion. <laughs> Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You'll go out on a limb and say, "Yeah, that'd be worse." There was no penises in this movie. I know none. Uh, and- that's why I gave it a nine. <laughs> The, there's the tick. No penises. There was, I gave it a five and three quarters. There was just a, I mean, there was a tremendous amount of violence, but then a lot of it was insinuated. Mm-hmm. There was a, um, well, let's just, let's just, I mean, we can't go through this scene by scene. So we'll just hit the notable scenes. Our fella, uh, our incel, we'll call him incel man because he's the businessman. Yeah. Well, at what point does it become too far of being a creep in that conversation you think i think when he's when she says no several times uh-huh. it's and probably enough to say no once uh-huh. and then just take the hint but also like you could be very dumb you know there's uh-huh. the possibility right. that you're very stupid or like socially just inept and you don't you don't know see those hints coming right so I'll understand the second and maybe even the third, like, hey, shut the fuck up, bro. I'm not about it. Yeah. I think with uh, if we had a woman in here, 
Um, well, are you going to speak for? I'm going to speak for women okay. for womankind. Not all men. Here we go. It would be even striking up the conversation is like, I know what you're doing. Stop it. Like, I'm reading a book. This is inappropriate. Just leave me alone. Yeah, there's and a like, bit, of, bit of cognitive dissonance uh, available in the human experience because if some woman, any woman, were to strike up a conversation with me, I'd be pretty fucking jazzed. <laughs> Well, yeah, see, that's the difference is like, I know what testosterone coursing through my veins and, and copious amounts feels like. And so for me, I'm like, yeah, I mean, what's he going to do? She, she, his body is telling him everything. Like, how do I, how do I get this done? Like, what do I say? What What's the magic words? Like, maybe if I just tell her she's beautiful. You're like a big, dirty raccoon, David. Yeah, and women are like, no. Ew, David. I don't want to talk to strangers. Ew. Yeah, they they're not about it. They don't mm. want, and specifically, and I'm just speaking to all the men listening right now, specifically you, right? <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear you. Um, no one wants to see. Here's the here's the thing. This is the fundamental difference. I just cracked it. Women Uh-oh. do not want to talk to any strangers that want to fuck them. Ooh. And men definitely do. All comers. But if yeah. you want to fuck me, let's chat. It, yeah. may, it might not happen. Right. Uh, probably won't happen. I will fuck this up somehow. Like, even if, <laughs> even if there's, like, no possible way that I'll want to fuck you. We have something in common. It's like. Which is the desire to fuck at some level. <laughs> <laughs> like guys guys that get hit on by gay guys like oh so i'm so about that it's like, like uh it's it's flattering it's like wow yeah i mean i would never but i understand there was an interaction at the last burbs at the last kiggins show where i think some fellow might have been we were having a fun repartee, and I was like, this is so gratifying. I love you. You're the best. Thank you for affirming me as a person. And uh, just because I don't, you as a dude, you don't ever get that. Ever. Ever. No one comes up to you and is like, you're pretty great. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> Whereas I imagine as a woman, uh, it's maybe uh, overwhelming. Right. It's like, can we not ever do that, please? I, I hate that. I get that all the time. Right. So... And I think the difference is um, kind of explained by this movie. It's like, for women, there's always a threat of rape. Because mm. <laughs> all these people are, the, the view is like, everyone wants to rape me. And there's always a threat, if especially if they're men. And men, it's like, no, I'm not worried about that. It's Dustin's like, a little bit more put together than we are. Mm-hmm. I feel like he like does his hair in the morning, you know. Yeah, he probably showers regularly. Right, I, I do do that. Yeah. So, do you? Are you getting? Uh, you know, are p- people uh, approaching you with? Uh, you know, uh, and w- if someone were to approach you and and like be like, "Hey, uh, you're looking pretty good today," like, w- would you? Would you err more on the side of, hey, great, thanks, let's talk? Or would you be like, I get enough of this? <laughs> um, 
I definitely don't get enough of that, but I also don't <laughs> like talking to people. So, so it balances out. Uh, yeah, it balances out. <clears throat> Fair enough. Um, and so this train interaction immediately becomes <laughs> unsavory uh, because Mr. Businessman Incel mm-hmm. uh, catches the virus, and then he uh, he proceeds to just with. <laughs> Very focused intent, uh, you know, go after uh, Kim and Cat. Uh, Cat. I was thinking Pam and Cat. So I went, I went Cam. Cam. He went after Cam and uh, and it was just a lot of really horrendous dialogue about like, I'm going to fucking rape you, bitch. Like, I'm going to get you and I'm going to do horrible things to you. And... Uh, yeah, the dialogue in this movie. I gotta say, Cat does not have a lot of hustle. Like <laughs> during this entire train ride, she just like she even goes from standing to just sitting down. <laughs> Did you notice that? She goes yeah. from witnessing this horrific, like just decimating carnage in front of her, and then she's like, Oh, I'm so scared, I'm gonna sit down in the middle of it. Don't blame the victim, Bryce. God, you're just such a toxic man. And she just she just sat there and watched it. And then the guy with yeah, the old guy, he's got an umbrella and he stabs the woman next to her in the eye. Yeah. She's like, "Oh my gosh, what I'm so terrified. I'm going to stand I'm going to sit right here until the train stops." I mean, there's an element of... There are doors that you can switch cars in, you know? Are there? You don't know that. Maybe they... I watched it didn't seem tra- like anybody in that train was going for the door. I watched Train to Busan. Like, they exist. <laughs> this is Taiwan. This is not Korea. Yeah, this is different. They're not the same thing. Wow. It is not. All those trains look the same to me. I am... <laughs> this is so toxic. I do not approve of any of this. Um, the, I will say the soundtrack on this movie is fucking insane. Like it is insane. And I might be keyed in a little bit more on this because, uh, a couple episodes ago we had, um, Fart Simpson on and we reviewed The Wailing and, uh, which is a, uh, a Korean film. And, uh, and he, he brought light to, boy, um, these Asian horror films really have crazy soundtracks and this one had some crazy, just very alarmingly disturbing, uh, um, to you. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a weird, it, it was similarly eerie and frantic. Hmm. Um, so it was pretty great soundtrack to this. Um, and yeah, at this point, my, my, we have, this kind of this this nonstop dialogue about rape and uh, mm-hmm. and then this fella eventually catches up to these two girls and uh, proceeds to skull fuck the girl whose eye he stabbed out. Yeah, he skipped out over a lot. Yeah, I, this I is like towards the end now. But no, I mean, we talked about it's about thing. midway. Actually, is it? Yep. About a little bit past midway is where the skull fucking occurs. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's it. It goes. Um, what did I miss? Uh, well, a lot of stuff with Jim. Yeah. Uh, he puts someone's stapler into some jello. Um, 
he's he's riding along there's that scene where he stumbles across like the world's messiest basketball court (laughs) yeah 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 and uh there's just a a gang of guys just torturing this uh this other guy that's just stripped down to his underwear and he's like just mutilated face just puffy with beatings and they're like running and uh, shoving his crotch into a pole that has barbed wire wrapped around it. Yeah, they're uh, they're they have his whole body picked up, his legs spread eagle, right? And then they're slamming his genitals into a pole with barbed wire wrapped yeah. around it. And then it turned out that it was a huge misunderstanding because they were just filming. yeah, because Jim they were came just- in and he was like, stop mutilating that man's genitals and the man was like and the guy th- and then they were like no we're filming a japanese game show and and the dude was like i'm about to come what are you doing <laughs> the dude was literally like hey what the fuck you messed up my now i gotta start all over again i got the vinegar strokes now <laughs> and uh and that's where you kind of go oh gross ew a lot of parts of this movie where you go oh gross ew <laughs> Yeah, um, so there's that, um, what else were the big parts? A lot of it, again, like the guy, the old guy chasing him through the hallways of the, the subway, like, uh, hallways, I guess. Another example of Cat not really having the hustle, you know, like well, running, but she's trying to help this other girl that's been stabbed in the eye. You're casting a lot of shade on Cat, uh, yeah, and and her lack of hustle. Yeah, I am. But she is at the end of this the only one who who is alive. Although you know, at the very end, eh. but she's got a lot of plot armor on her. Like, yeah, an well. insane amount of plot <laughs> armor because not only is she immune to the virus, but also just steps right through these giant scenes of depravity and none of these like relentless blood hungry people that have pounced on every moving object before this point Mm -hmm. take they just kind of look at her and give her the smile like hey look what we're doing we're raping you you into this right you like this this is good stuff at what point, Dustin, at what point were you like, I got to get these guys to review this movie? The um, eye rape. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I just mentioned it. I thought it was, it, you know, you, you were talking about in the Facebook group, I know the, the iceberg of horror and stuff. And so I was trying to think of where this would fit in on that. So and also with this not being out. You know, I can't really talk to a lot of people about this movie, <laughs> and yeah. I just had to get it out. It was one of those things where I was just mm-hmm. like, uh, "That that was really disturbing," and I need to talk to somebody about this. And so, what are the parts that you're that you that you're like, "Yeah, I, I, I want to." We need to flesh this out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> definitely the um, well, like. At the beginning, when there's this loudspeaker and the government is trying to tell people what to do, mm-hmm. that was super effective 
for me um, growing up in Ohio because we have oh. tornado sirens and all that stuff. So, so like to have this voice of authority be like, hey, uh, everybody, uh, all the guys report to this certain place, this shelter, as so I can cut your dick off. And then uh, all the ladies, uh, I'm going to have like dogs rape you or some shit. So that like, that fucks me up a little bit. And then, um, you know, again, the train scene, the basketball court, and then, um, yeah, just that guy being so relentless and and saying all those really mean things to that the really cute girl. <laughs> just it really affected me. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. Actually, so we haven't actually talked very much about kind of the quote unquote point of this movie, uh, which is it's basically like. Hey, isn't it fucking disgusting uh, that, uh, you know, a public health concern can be turned into, like, a, po- a political talking point and can turn people against each other? Uh, and you think you're on the right side, no matter which side you're on. Mm-hmm. You think you're on the right side, but you're gross. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the insinuation of the the push of this movie is like... You're no better than the other side. You think you are because you're not infected with whatever mind virus they have. But also, you do weird fucked up shit in the name of your beliefs, too. So everybody's fucked. Uh, that was kind of the, the push that I got from it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't. Uh, I, I thought that was kind of like a an afterthought of just the setup to the reaction to the virus itself. But I feel like the the message of it was everyone has this stuff just below the surface. Like everyone has intrusive thoughts that are horrifying, but you know, you, you, you think you're to yourself, like, what if I did that? Or like, what is the worst impulse that anyone could possibly have? You're like, well, I would never do that. But, uh, I mean, you don't have to look that far back in history to find, you know, stuff like this happening in the course of business of, like, war or just regular human atrocities. Regular human atrocities. You know, um, as opposed to abnormal human atrocities. Right. I mean, just like, you know, different ethnic groups versing, like, fighting each other. Like, yeah, they're like, as, as long as you view someone as not human like everything's okay. everything's fair game right and uh it, it's kind of speaking to that of like yeah normal people quote unquote normal people can do vile disgusting shit and feel okay with it and that's like what does it take maybe just a virus you know yeah and that's kind of horrifying yeah um, so I feel that was kind of the message. It's pretty, um, nihilistic to say that everyone is just thinking this stuff, you know, again, there's gotta be some guy that's just like, oh, I gotta, gotta get that model toy car. Like, well, I mean, in this, in this example, that was cat, right? Gotta, I gotta pull the trigger on, on that, uh, you know, that RC car purchase. Wait, this movie is nihilistic? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, in this movie, the example of the pristine person is kind of cat. 
but she makes it to the roof at the end and is mowed down. That's that's the insinuation is yep. the chopper comes and it's going to save her. But instead, they're just like, no, nah, we're not. We're not going to save her. We're going to mow her down. You hear? Oh, I didn't even hear that. Mm. I guess I missed it. Mm. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah, there's like machine gun fire. It's insinuated that she's killed. Mm. Um, okay. So, I mean, yeah, that person exists, but we're going to kill him because we're a mob and mob mentality trumps all that kind of garbage. That's kind of the. Yeah. It's kind of. The that push. is the scariest thing. Mobs. Mobs, Mobs are. Probably the most frightening thing in human history. I'm so sick of this internet mob bullshit where everybody thinks they have their, like, opinion is... And they just throw it out there and they're like, yeah, my opinion, who's with me? And a bunch of people are like, yeah, but it's just talk. It's just like, it's not even talk. It's not even like... It's not... Yeah. Here, Here's the thing that I'm realizing. I just read this book on um, kind of the language of cults. Uh-huh. And it kind of unlocked, like, a couple things of understanding for me which is there are just like there are words and phrases that just stop people from thinking they stop rational thought and it's it, it's basically they're designed to make you stop engaging with the idea because the decision's already been made mm-hmm. and i realize that like i do that all the time it's like when i'm explaining Oh, you know, it's the woke mob, you know, it's like, mm, isn't that just stopping uh, me from addressing a, super complex issues where it's like, oh, no, they're just they're just being woke for the sake of being woke. Like, well, what does that what does that mean? Like, what what does that actually mean or what does that actually attribute to? a complex person or you know when when someone just says like oh they're they're republicans you know it's anything that it takes to disengage with saying someone is a person with yeah valid thoughts and uh, thought processes they're a christian they're a muslim right they're an atheist it's like oh you just other somebody and then boom the, the, yeah, you just stop thinking about right. it. And you no just go, one, oh, I can th- I can just put them in this handy box, and I don't have to worry about that anymore because fuck those people, whoever right. they are. I mean, it, and it's it. everyone does it. Everyone has those those trigger words or phrases or like concepts that you're just like, oh, well, I just don't have to listen or engage with this at all because like it's it's a shorthand. You're like, oh, it's uh, they're this type of person, and uh, that's. And that's what creates the mob, and that's what creates political strife and disengages people from talking about the differences in opinions, you know? It's like, I mean, recently with this, you know, the Supreme Court leak of the possibly repealing Roe versus Wade, mm-hmm. like, it's, I always use the abortion debate as, like, a great example of this because even just the labels given to it are yeah not arguing the same thing right it's like you're not it's we're pro they're, they're both pro <laughs> that, that's what's funny is like they're they're both for something you can't be anti-life right <laughs> that's not cool it's pro-choice and <laughs> and pro-life it's like 
can't, well, buy, you can't also be anti-choice. Like, that's not cool either. Yeah, if, if you're, like, pro-life, does that mean that you're anti-choice? <laughs> no. Like, no, I, I like to make choices. If you're pro-choice, does that mean you're anti-life? I choose fuck you, buddy. And so it's like, they're not arguing about the same thing. Because right. if you if you engage, like, on the crossover, like, what is the actual issue that you're is at question oh then it becomes the, really difficult and hard to understand right. and like like something we have to talk about at great length yeah. right who would have thought that the sadness I was, I was would, just... would bring about one of our only political debates <laughs> right i was thinking in the shower today oh there's a shower thought oh. about abortion this we're on real shaky ground and i'll take i'll take the hit for this yeah please do i really like discovering like the hypocrisies of the left right divide mm -hmm. to where you can identify you can kind of say like and there's a lot of what the internet does is like anything that comes up just any random bullshit whether it's like johnny depp amber heard whether it's like um you know will smith slapping chris rock or or whatever immediately what happens is the internet goes full spin cycle what are the two sides right two sides are immediately identified and you take one all right you're like and then it always has to be the dividing line of less left versus right. right. Like these are the people that are taking this side so uh, or that's how it's framed, so whether gross. it's, whether it's true or not. And I think like up sheeple, I think of like, um, so the, the first one I had was, um, uh, here, here's an example is like, if you're anti-war, um, I feel like you're more than likely, uh, pro environment. Right. Okay. Like, oh, you're against global warming and you're also because it's like kind of more of a you don't have to a left explain issue. this. This makes you know? decent sense. So if you're but really, what's the most horrible polluter in the world? Hmm. It's just a human being. So war is just going to get rid of the most human beings possible and be the best for the environment, probably. Long term. So, now I understand how you feel uh, when when I come with like when, the worst when I come with like some some insane thing that doesn't make any sense. And you're like, I'm like, you know what? The whaling is kind of like the Indiana Jones of horror movies. And you're like, ha, 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 David, you're so crazy. <laughs> no, this is just uh, this is just mathematics. Like, if you just like commit a genocide and get rid of a billion people, it'd probably be the best thing for the environment. Well, there you have have it. Okay, and Price then, so, is pro genocide. So, and then on the the other one was like, okay, I was thinking about abortion. I was like, if you're pro choice, uh -huh. um, would you say if are they more likely to be like vegan, vegetarian? Okay, I see where you're going. <laughs> I, with I this. would say I'm not yeah. going to weigh in either way, but go on. So you'd say you know meat is murder, mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, but also, life begins at birth. Ooh. Wow. So the loophole is Pe just eat aborted pig fetuses because uh, they were never alive. Oh, aborted pig fetuses yeah, are just, vegan. You just get fetuses. You eat Ooh, fetuses of animals. And then it's not oh murder. God. Ew, David. Ew. So you're like, no, 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 no. Ew. This meat, Ew, David. <laughs> this meat is not murder. 
it was never viable. <laughs> and it's probably super tasty because it's tender. Oh, the tenderest. Never even used those muscles. <laughs> never experienced gravity. Never even had to stand up. Uh, because it couldn't. Right. You know, you make some good points, and uh, and I think that and it goes to the point like I don't Dustin need a vi- is going to be absolutely horrified to be on this episode right. of horror. Movie. I don't, I don't need a virus to be utterly depraved and fucked up in my thinking, Ooh, David. You know, right? I can just do this on my own. People, what a bunch of bastards! Well, you heard I mean, it you here can't, first. You can't deny the 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 logic of it, right? Uh, going to go on a campaign. Anytime I see like a, a meat is murder or like some kind of vegan protest out in front of like Jimmy John's or whatever, be like, be like, hey, use aborted pig fetuses and we're okay, guys. Right. Yeah. I only get my bacon from aborted pig fetuses. Wow. There's probably so little ba- so little fat on that bacon. Like it's probably not. But I mean, great. you can just pump those out. Can you, know? you think of the size of those bacon? <laughs> they'd, like the they'd be like the size of your. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow i didn't expect this i mean i knew this episode was gonna get gross but whoo. right right wow brace coming out coming out fucking fire in these hot takes all over. <laughs> oh and we haven't even talked about by the way the very late term abortion in this movie um <laughs> 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 there is a moment where uh where cat gets taken aside by uh, another guy who's not infected and he's like look i'm a virologist you, i gotta chain you up because i don't know where you've been you'd look dirty girl and he showers her off he gets her all made up then he kind of explains the premise of the movie which is something like uh, everything is political. No one trusts doctors. Um, he also kind of explains this virus to us. He's like, you know, it hits the limbic system. Uh, it's kind of like this weird voodoo. Voodoo. He's like, uh, they know what you're, what they are doing is gross. So that's why they're crying. But also the limbic system, when it's impeded in this way, when it's retarded, um, whoa. Well, when it's slowed down, when the limbic system isn't allowed to when do it's ex- handicapped. Well, when it's neurodivergent, um, then what what happens is th- they j- just function on their most primal desires, right? And they can't even help it. They're, in fact, they want to do all the most fucked up shit you can possibly imagine. That's their their brain is just going on overdrive on this all, on all this stuff. But they're still aware that what they're doing is gross, and that's yeah. why they're crying. And it's like, oh nasty all these people are like doing horrible stuff to each other knowing it's horrible but can't stop because right and he uses the example i think he uses the example of rabies in that you are hydrophobic like you're the right. the most thirsty you've ever been but you your body won't let you right drink so it's like your mind is completely at the service of your immune system Boy, I'm just, I'm just so, um, I'm just overtaken with thoughts of how canceled uh, we're gonna be. <laughs> Super fucking canceled, ultra canceled. I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying, as far as a thought experiment, that would be a loophole. How would you say you feel about Nazis, Bryce? 
Don't answer that. Um, so <laughs> I'm against it. If I was to go back in time, I'd kill baby Hitler. Okay, good. <laughs> as long as we're everyone can agree. In, in to fact, that I would I would abort baby Hitler. Hell yeah! Before he was even viable, I'd abort most of the babies in Austria during that time period to make sure we got Hitler. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um. So, what would be the maximum amount of babies that you would murder Jesus. to ensure that baby Hitler was dead? One, Bryce. I'm not a monster. Come on. Um, I mean, just all the Hitlers. Right. Uh, dude, how many people have been named Hitler um, after Hitler? I think, wasn't it? Oh, someone had a joke about this, that there was like someone in the Hitler family that was convicted of... Uh, pedophilia. Oh, I guess Hitler was his last name. Yeah, you'd never hear Adolf anymore. Not, not so much. Convicted of pedophilia. Maybe on. Adolfo. Okay, that's that's a little different. But yeah, there was a Hitler that was convicted of pedophilia. Like, imagine being mm. like the the, the, the embarrassing the of Hitler, the two, the embarrassing Hitler. Like, oh man. Well, at least this he's just a, a pedophile. What a what a shame. <laughs> Whew. How do you feel about this episode, Dustin? How are you feeling about this it's, one? It's going great. <laughs> it's, it's I can great. I can tell he's drawing. He's entered into his. He's dis, he's disassociating. <laughs> are you drawing right now? No. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, wh what are you drawing? Are you working on a piece? Uh, no. Nope, just just doodling. It's a bunch of it's a working bunch on of my cross hatching aborted babies. <laughs> just just a sketch pad full of aborted babies and and cocks. <laughs> so after this doctor gets done explaining the virus, he, uh, hey Destin, hey how hey, many no. how many how many dicks do you feel like you've drawn? In that's your good, lifetime, it's a good question. Let's lighten it up. And like, where was the the heaviest concentration of like your decade age of drawing dicks? Like, was it at its apex when you're a teenager? Twenties, uh, thirties? I don't know. How no, probably doing. more, more, yeah, more recently. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're such a yeah. dick, David. If you were to give a number to the number of cocks that you've drawn. It, absent-mindedly it's it's really not i mean if, if it's suggested by someone if they want that i'll do it for them but uh so like i could probably count it on one hand really no way you've never yeah. doodled just a bunch of cocks on like the a school textbook uh, or anything no i thought you said you're an artist but I, yeah i don't know man <laughs> it's just the it's just the, it's just the human form Right. So yeah, but, but I don't know. Well, actually, no, I take that back. In college, Make yeah, I did have to take a live class. So, yeah, there was a lot of dicks in that. Mm. Um, sometimes I would draw, like, you know, draw thongs on the dudes and, and just, like, goofy shit like that. So I didn't have to draw dicks, but <laughs> I imagine a flaccid dick is one of the hardest things to draw for a number of it's, reasons. Yeah, it's very... Uh, it's got a lot of curves to it. It's got a lot of uh, weird angles and it bumps bunch, and bunches veins. up. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but then also, 
Like, okay, I didn't re- I didn't realize that art know. students were basically assaulted with the male form. Like, <laughs> okay, kids, you're gonna love this. Here's a, a mature male flaccid penis. Go ahead and go ahead and just take this in real a lot. Like so much so that you have to replicate it on paper. Out of <laughs> out of the models, the l- nude models that you drew in college, yep. how many would you say were attractive as like a percent? Uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> damn yeah i found out well, that, <laughs> sorry go ahead Dustin. what they go for is a lot of different shapes and sizes so <laughs> you <don't know. laughs> that's a great way to yeah, describe people, this uh you know yeah so like stubby thick cocks and like long thin ones just so you have sure. the experience of drawing sure. different sizes and textures of cocks this episode yeah, is getting out like of control you know i found out pretty late in life by happenstance that my dad sat as a nude model at i think byu wow. <laughs> or possibly university yeah, maybe university of utah actually very nice so it isn't all right i think you're killing me you are killing me there's a baby in the trash can. It runs. I'm just saying it runs in the family. If you want to draw me nude, Dustin, <laughs> I will pose for you. Like reluctantly. I know you want to ask. Anyways, okay, all right, fine. <laughs> Dead babies. We'll get back on topic. There's a baby in the trash can. It's like wah wah, and the doctor's like, oh damn it, I got to take care of the baby in the trash can. Reaches in there, just kills it. He, this is a dude who doesn't, who is not infected, and he's like, yeah, this is like the ninth or tenth one. You know, like there was a bunch of babies in here. This was the maternity ward. <laughs> they got these big doors. They. I don't know why, um, to keep the babies safe, but really it just locked me in here with the babies. And, and then I proceeded to infect them all to see if one, to see if one of them right. was, uh, you know, immune, but then none of them were, but it was for science. So, I mean, they were going to get eaten up by and raped by infected people anyways. I really did them a kindness. Yeah, it was for science. And so, you know, you, this is that moment where you see what i was talking about which is like the insinuation that no matter which side you're on if you're infected or not you're gross right like, you're gross and this dude was super super gross he killed this baby with his hands yeah uh, to quote put it out of his misery but and he uh intentionally injects a cat with the the virus with infected blood mm-hmm. to see if she's immune and voila she is um and uh, she is immune so she the movie ends with her finally meeting Jim um and Jim's infected he's and he's he's like there's a moment where you're like oh shit is Jim going to work through his sadness is he going to work through this infection but he's like i love you cat mm-hmm. and don't you know that's why i have to do all these horrible torturous miserable terrible things to you i'm going to cut your tits off and feed them to you it's going to be great it's going to be just like old times <laughs> we cut our tits off um yeah, it's and it's really fucking. You know, I don't kink shame. Like, we don't kink shame here on horror movie talk, so we really shouldn't judge. If that's what gets him off, you know, who are we to judge? I've reached a point where I'm kind of wondering: Have we gone too far? <laughs> I think I. No, like, you guys are all right. I'm pretty upset right now. <laughs> 
Ugh, this is so gross. I'm not going to do the iceberg thing. We'll talk about it a little bit, but I just can't read those things. I've been po- I've been pulling those I've, up. I've out depraved you through my through my thought experiments. Well, that and I've been pulling them up as we've been going, and I'm reading just a little bit about them, and it's so fucking upsetting. Ugh, it's so gross. We should have a a content warning on the beginning of this episode. Uh, yeah, we definitely should. Uh, anyway, so the movie ends really dark. It's like, yeah, she gets away from her boyfriend to go to the helicopter that's supposed to pick her up, but uh, they murder her um, with guns, and you know they're not infected, supposedly. Although, um, if you were infected in this movie, you could technically drive a helicopter because all your facilities are mm-hmm. intact enough. Um, yeah. Anyway, so super fucked up movie. Ends with a pretty cool metal track. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what. So, Gustin, you gave this a nine out of ten. Is there yeah. other stuff uh, to this degree of depravity that you've seen that you would recommend? Um, no, because usually I don't like. I usually don't like stuff that's this intense. Um, you know, like uh, like Cannibal Holocaust was kind of a, a – it's way less intense than this, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's still – like stuff like that still bothers me. Um, you know, uh, Human Centipede 2, like we mentioned that before, I think that's the only thing that I can think of that is kind of as disturbing as this. See, I don't think I – I've seen most of the, like the big tent pole tent pole torture porn stuff, gross out stuff. Like I've I've yeah. seen the, like the beginnings of it with like Hostel and Saw, sure. but just the first ones, which are now just quaint. Yeah. Versus this. I mean, in Hostel, they just they just uh you know burned the girl's eyes out. This one they raped her face. Yeah. I saw another one. Another one would be like um, Martyrs. A lot of yeah. like the new French stuff is very, very on par with this. I do not. The one movie that I, uh, that I haven't seen and I don't want to watch is well, two is Martyrs in a Serbian film. Uh, mm. Serbian film yeah. sounds just awful. That uh, sounds really, 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 really gross. Um, yeah, I actually, I actually didn't watch that either. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just. I don't know. I'm disturbed at how numb I am. Yeah, that is upsetting. <laughs> Especially when I know that it's that it's not real. Like the most disturbing thing about this movie isn't what it shows, it's that someone wrote that down. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's that someone like hundreds of people were engaged in making sure that this vision came about. Really? But maybe thousands. Artists, you know, writers, like business people they're all like this has to get done we have to create this product that has an eye rape in it it's important and we want to make the best eye rape movie that we can the movie where let's pull together where people say eye rape instead of baby murder like right like we're totally stepping (laughs) stepping clear of the fact that a baby was just murdered with bare hands (laughs) right um not one ten right (laughs) And we're like, but I rape though. You know, it's like, okay. So So like there's, there's this, and, and at this point, the only thing, 
that I that gets me super disturbed hard is is <laughs> is uh like actual videos of people like okay. hyper extending their knees. Yeah. It's like, ah oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. That just like it's the most painful thing for me to see is like, oh no, his knees are bending the wrong way. <laughs> that is more disturbing than any moment in this film to me. I don't need to, we don't even need to t- say who, who should watch this film. This is like, duh. Like, you know, I feel like you, you know, know who you are, who you, are yeah. you fucking freak. Um, <laughs> and I don't want anything to do with you. Uh, and just keep it to yourself. Fucko. So uh, here we go. Horror movie whores. So I just want to make it clear before we go on. Oh yeah, like, go ahead. Put put a bunch of politically. I just want you know just before. People blow up at me. I just want to make sure people know I am pro-life and pro-choice. I'm pro both of those things. Well, now you've just... Now everybody hates you equally. (laughs) (laughs) But I agree with you. Dude, don't you know centrists are the most hated? Yes, that's true. (laughs) The most hated. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. If you don't choose my side, that means you just choose the other side, ipso facto. Right. Uh, Anywho... Um, horror movie horrors. If you'd like to get a hold of the show, six eight two two five three four four six eight. You you drop us a line, you leave us a voicemail, and we play them on the show like this one. I have big news. Just after this first call, well, let's not bury the lead here. Let's listen. Hey Bryce, hey David, this is Mitch from Minnesota. Hey Mitch, um, I had a question. If you guys were to make a horror movie, what horror genre would you use, and who would you cast in this movie? Also, Bryce, I wanted to say a happy birthday to you. Um, love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Have a great weekend. Thank I you, needed Mitch. that so badly, Mitch. <laughs> I needed that sliver of light niceness. I mean, he might re- regret that happy birthday to me now. <laughs> yeah, he might. Like, he's like, oh, he's pro-choice. <laughs> pro-choice and pro-life? When it, when Mitch is running for office, they're going to find this podcast. Like He supports Bryce Hansen. So, Mitch from Minnesota says, he asks, if we were going to make a horror movie, what genre and wh- who would we cast? Um, that's a good question. Can you think of any, Dustin? What genre? Well, if I was for? to do a zombie movie, I would cast uh, Bryce as the businessman. <laughs> You'd do the American remake of this of the sadness. <laughs> Why not? Let's do it. Just uh, happened, but uh, I think I'd go. I think I'd I'd want to go like um, kind of body horror ish, kind of Cronenberg style. Uh, I think for some reason I I go. This is the important stuff, you know, like the stuff that makes you uncomfortable and has a point. Um, and seems deep. Like if I could make it seem uh-huh. deep, that would be great because then you'd think I was smart. Um, so I'd go that route and I would cast, uh, Patrick Swayze now. Um, 
and uh, Demi Moore. <laughs> um, feel like what I see here's the thing like what I would want to make versus uh-huh. what I probably would actually be able to do a serve service to uh-huh. two different things. So what I want to make is like a super pretentious supernatural a24 type mm-hmm. horror movie yeah um but i probably wouldn't be able to do that it's like i don't i just don't have it in me probably but comedy horror like i can make a comedy horror. just yeah, put you, enough dick jokes in there well a lot of it. like slipping on banana peel sound effect whoop, whoop. <laughs> bonk yeah <laughs> Yeah, a lot of that. But the I guess that's the question. The comedy horror, what would it be parodying, though? Feel like... Probably the, found found footage. The abortion question. Found footage. I, I guess they, they did make a found footage scary movie. Oh, they did? I think literally like a Marlon Wayne's. Oh. It was like, I think it's called A Haunted House or something like that. Okay. It sure. looks funny, like, from the trailer. If it's from know. a Wayne's brother, anything that the Waynes make is funny. It is definitely funny. Um, okay. Yeah, good. Well, thanks for thanks for wishing Bryce a happy birthday. Um, yeah, Bryce is now 40. So, how, how are you that old, Dustin? You don't have to divulge, but you're not that no, old. No, I, I think I'm 38. Yeah, same Z's. Getting there. Yeah. 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 Well, in two years, you guys get to get fingers start putting up your butt when you go to the doctor. Uh, well, it started years. started like twenty years ago, buddy. <laughs> what are you talking about? I've been putting fingers up there since. Yeah, and you don't explore your body. <laughs> All right, I've been put in my place. Um, okay, next call. I'm super excited about this one. I hope he's listens. He makes it through this because this is my favorite caller. Okay. I'm unabashedly. I love Robert. Here he is. Oh, Robert. Hey, it's Robert the Farter. It's been a while. It has. I got worse. So I thought I'd just give my opinion on the bat and spear debate. <gasps> uh, it's always going to be bat. Bat. Oh, okay. bat. It's always going to be the wrong answer. I mean, say <gasps> you always what? should take the spear. Yay! <laughs> when you're going, when you're going against zombies, the last thing you want to do is get bit. Mm. So you want the range. You want that range with the spear. Yes. You don't want a bat. Then you have to be close. Exactly. So, yeah, that's 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 my argument. Um, Robert's on your side. I was going to say, if you guys had to rate gremlins, ghoulies, and critters, <laughs> best or worst, what? How would you rate those? How would you rate them? Um, yeah, I would probably say he's going. Gremlins, Critters, Ghoulies, because Gremlins is definitely the best out of them, and Ghoulies actually isn't that good, the first Ghoulies at least. If we're talking about the second Ghoulies, the second Ghoulies is is, is way better than the first Ghoulies, but uh, anyways, I'll see you guys. Bye. I love Robert so much. I was a little worried. I thought I might have offended him the last time he called. I can't remember what I said, but I was... I also love Robert. And especially now that he agrees with me on the spear versus bat debate. He, 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 he buried the lead. He's like, I got to go with bats is the wrong answer. Like, Robert, he knows how to play the crowd. 
He elucidated all the the right points. You know, it's about reach, keeping zombies at bay. One more strong entry in Team Spear. Right, right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, it's. Uh, I don't know. Does it feel obvious that it's a Gremlins, Critters, Ghoulies? No, that's the obvious. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think, yeah. Dustin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's obvious. Robert's I mean, even right. if you just like rate it on production value, that's what you're gonna come with. <laughs> when was the last time you watched Critters, Dustin? Uh, eons ago. Yeah, yeah, it was before college, even. You should go back and watch that one. We watched. That I one need to. last week for a, for a bagged episode. Uh, <laughs> if you're if you're uh, on the six dollars sixty cents second tier, you'd, you'd hear it. It's on yeah. our review. The critters yeah. is on there, <laughs> dude. Robert, you have to keep calling, and I'm gonna need you to. I'm I'm sorry to do this to you. I don't want to pigeonhole you, but you gotta fart. Yeah, if you're um, gonna go by Robert the farter, you gotta fart, dude. Yeah, yeah. Even um, even even if it's just a little. It's Robert the fart. That's my favorite. I'd be although the big cavernous echoers. I'd right. be okay with that too. Here's our next caller. Hey, you guys, this is Jessica E. I'm calling from Nashville. I have never called in before, um, but I just listened to your Fart Simpson episode, and I fucking lost it when he was doing farts in chords. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I don't even laugh at that kind of stuff. And this just had me rolling. It was so great. That episode was fucking hilarious. Thank you, and you're welcome for now getting to revisit this in a few weeks. So, thanks. Bye. Love you, Jessica. Yeah, it's a it's a great episode. Oh. I, gotta, I gotta say, fart fart is probably no offense, Dustin. Yeah, probably no. our best <laughs> guest <laughs> that has ever been on the podcast in terms of upping the level. Well, he's yeah. an audio guy, right? You know, it's his it's his lane. Like he's. It's has been his lane his whole life. Yeah, in terms of expertise, like I feel like he's even though he's never podcasted before that I know of. He has. He has. Yeah, well, I mean, he's guested all over. He's guested on, yeah. on stuff, but he, yeah, he doesn't have his own. He doesn't have his own podcast. He's probably more of a podcast expert than we are. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, um yeah, I did you, you Dustin knows of Fart Simpson like intimately the same way we do. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's he's more famous to me than like even Freddy Cougar. <laughs> no offense to Freddy Cougar, but uh, yeah, as far as relevancy, uh, I'm a big Your Mom's House fan, Tiger Belly, um, H3, all those podcasts. Um, yeah, and he's on them all the time, so I knew exactly who he was as soon as David said something about it. So, yeah how did you, how did that episode strike you? Did you like? That? Oh, it's great. It was great. The soundboard shit. Uh, <laughs> it was yeah. another level. Yeah, it was it was another level for sure. Yeah. yeah, the the farts and chords, like I was so delighted by that because I that'd be the shit that I would do too if I was did that as a kind of as did a you re just realize that this is totally within your realm? <laughs> right. Like you could do this right now. <laughs> I could. Yeah, you when I mean I. I would be through the roof if you could compose a song out of fart chords. Hmm. I would be. Huh. Yeah. It's time to start a collection. That's that's a good point. We gotta we gotta get some mobile recording gear that's just gonna get fucked up with farts. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, YMH had a fart mic for a while. They still do. Sometimes. I feel like they abandoned it. They did abandon it a little bit, but every once in a while, Christina will pull it out and rip one hard. Yeah. Just recently. <laughs> I heard one. Okay. Yeah. The fart was great. We love him. Um, hope to have him back very I'm soon. I'm actually surprised that I don't fart more in the podcast because I feel like the morning is my most gaseous time. Yeah, you don't have a lot of body uh, functions except for burp. You burp a lot. I Even burp a lot. More yeah. than a lot more than me, actually. Yeah. But uh, I, I definitely fart more than you. I'm yeah. much more Roberts level. Right. Anyways, we got to uh, get through these calls. Yeah, next call. Let's see what we got. Hello, my favorite podcasting duo. Hello. This is CJ, the beast from the Northeast. Ooh. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. David, do you plan on playing the new Evil Dead game when it comes out? Have you seen any content on it? And uh, if you do play it, maybe we can team up, kick some deadite ass. All right, I gotta go terrorize my local pizzeria. See you boys later. CJ, the beast from Northeast, wants to know if I've seen. I have seen a few things about the new Evil Dead game. Yeah, I'll probably pick it up. Um, I've played most of the Evil Dead games that have been released, and they've all and they've all been varying degrees of kind of uh, garbage. Uh, but you know, none of them are. Uh, yeah, thank you. Oh, wow, really digging into that groin. My pulse. Please stop. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> He's got the best angle at it, too. Oh. <laughs> He's just like, damn it, squared right up to see my crotch being scratched. Jiminy Christmas. Got the outline of everything. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably pick it up. Right now, I mean, I kind of get stuck on games for years at a time. How many How many uh, Evil Dead games have there been? I mean, from the PS1 is where I picked them up. Uh, there's been a few. Um, uh, but not not a tremendous amount. But, you know, I'm thinking mostly back in the... I guess I haven't, I haven't seen Army of Darkness, and I feel that's where the most, con- like, content you could get out of it. Because, like, Evil Dead... It's like, there's not a lot of monsters to really combat. There's like three or four. That wouldn't be a real great game. Oh, the Deadites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen Army of Darkness. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I get stuck. I'm stuck on Dead by Daylight. I just can't stop playing it. Dustin, you, you play a decent amount of games. What, what are you playing? And, and do you think you'll pick up the Evil Dead game? Uh, I might pick it up. I don't know. It depends on reviews i hate to be that guy but no yeah same typically typically that's how i go um right now i'm i'm kind of i'm into elden ring which a lot of people are into oh, yeah. it's too fucking hard though so i'll probably ditch it here soon <laughs> you, you get you, now you now you you clearly middle-aged man because you're like fuck this you're like, yeah yeah i'm not anything that's clout exactly everything that's Super competitive PvP stuff. I have a hard time getting into. Um, yeah, it's just how it is now. That's the new reality of things. I like to wreck other people's gaming experience. <sighs> oh man, I can't. I can't do PvP stuff. Like, I, <laughs> I even just uh, played a friend at um, what was it? The Call of Duty. Okay. Um, like decades ago now, probably. Um, but it was like, he was just like, oh yeah, I game too. And it was, he's kind of a casual guy. He was just knew him from church and 
um, he came over, just destroyed me. Mm -hmm. Just utterly, like, I couldn't, it's like I couldn't even aim the gun before he was, like, headshotting me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's not, he's not, like, an elite gamer. So, if I went online, I can't imagine how bad of an experience that would be. Well, they have, now they have. Uh, you know, a way to kind of gauge that experience in, in a lot of games, which is like uh, mixed match rate. Mixed. I feel like I'd be like results. I, I'd be matched up against like seven year olds exclusively. Yeah. And, well, like- no. There's definitely like forty year olds too. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like that. That as it is is like compri- that level of gaming hell is comprised of yeah. old dudes and young, 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 young kids. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, like the ones that I did play a lot online was like Grand Theft Auto or like Red Dead Redemption where it's the point isn't to murder everyone on screen even though that's a pretty big part of it um you can just run away and mm. go do other stuff yeah um so that's yeah anyway yeah 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 let's see uh let's see our next caller thanks for calling CJ hey this is Scott from Louisiana i am baked as shit taking oh. a shit oh I gotta ask, what's your guys' favorite stoner horror film? Hmm. All right, that's it. I love you guys. Love you too. And goodbye. Scott in Louisiana is baked, taking a poop, and he wants to know what our favorite stoner horror is. Uh, Dustin, do you imbibe the, the devil's lettuce? Uh, I I don't. I'm a good boy. I don't do that. Mm. Um, mm. But you're an artist. Is it legal? But I am an artist. Is it legal over there? No, it's still illegal. Ah, I got you. Are you winking? Uh, (laughs) If it it was legal, though, I would partake for sure. Hmm. Uh, But I'm a good boy. Uh, But as far as a stoner movie goes, horror movie, I would say uh, Idle Hands would be my favorite. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm the wrong. See, it, it just doesn't. I wouldn't even be able to identify stoner movies, hmm. stoner horror movies. Uh, yeah, I mean the the one the only one that comes to mind is one that I recently tried to start and was so like it was so dumb that I had to stop watching it, which is the Friday the Thirteenth remake in like two thousand nine, where. They're just smoking pot, you know? They're just like, oh, we're having a fun time smoking the reefer! And there's, like, a shaggy <laughs> dude, and, and I'm like, ugh! Like, it just feels so goofy. Oh, you know what it is? Uh, it's... Th- the My favorite stoner horror movie is gonna be... Um, Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. I was going to say, you just watched that. How could it not be that? It's uh, terrible. Mm. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. Bad. Bad, bad. But <laughs> I, I gotta if say, you were high, it would be very funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't really have an answer. That. So there you go. There you go. Next caller. Hey, guys. This is Jeremy from Milwaukee calling you again. I was just listening to the It Follows that David was on. Thank you guys for shouting them out a little bit. That is a great podcast. I really much appreciate the recommendation. And um, that was a great episode as well. Um, I just want to say that. And then also, you mentioned that you might be moving. Mm. And I want to say, what the fuck, David? You, David? Because 
what's that going to do to the podcast? I know you guys can do it, you know, from anywhere, but do you think it's going to actually affect the podcast if you move? Because I know these things are so much more fluid and dynamic in person. All right. Bye. Yeah, so Jamie uh, listening to podcasts from years ago and then and then being like, David, what the fuck? Um, so that's not necessarily current information. Uh, but you know, we're always, we're always, you know, you like to surf around on Zillow. What, what middle-aged white male hasn't got Zillow open every single night of his life? <laughs> so I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but, um, yeah, you know, he's got a lot of good points though. Yeah. He, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, sure. It would be the end of the podcast if he moved. Wow. Okay. Well. Say la vie, you know. It would be like you know. Dude, the how you, last you know thing, how you the last thing about? anybody should do ever is challenge me. If, if that's the last thing they should do, it'll be it'll be the turning point. It'll be like the Zombie Simpsons episodes after you move. Wow! Like, oh, you, I, 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 I want to, to like, move so much more now than I did ten minutes ago. I used to like horror movie talk until you know it became zombie horror movie talk. <sighs> Zombie. Horror movie talk. I uh, yeah. Now now I just want to do it so much more. Yeah, so much more. Um. So there you go. Uh. Yeah. And and then he's saying thank you for for shouting out. I think it was probably Nightlight Horror Movie Club because I did. Yeah. The a spot over there like a year ago mm-hmm. where we reviewed it follows. We also reviewed it follows around that same time. Yeah, I was on there for Poltergeist. And oh yeah. I think I was on there for something else. Wasn't I on before? Yeah. I something. can't even remember. Uh, Dustin, did uh, did you like It Follows? Was that a, a favorite for you? Uh, no. <gasps> no. I didn't. I you, didn't like it. <laughs> no sorry. way. Yeah. I didn't it like stinks. It. Why didn't you like it? <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was very boring to me, unfortunately. Wow. Weird. Yeah. If it doesn't have a bunch of skull fucking and That's babies right. being murdered. There wasn't enough babies being tortured. Huh. There you go. Something for everybody, you know? Um, yeah, actually, I was talking to Carrie, my wife, the other day, and she's like, didn't Bryce not like It Follows? And I was like, yeah. No, I mean, he didn't hate it, but it wasn't his favorite. And she's like, I just can't respect people that don't love It Follows. <laughs> So now you know where you stand with my wife. All right. Well, nice. There you go. Okay. Um, a couple more. A couple more. Here we go. Hi, this is Sam from Indianapolis. I'm listening to your hatching review, and I'm about halfway through it, so I don't know if you guys draw any of the parallel thoughts with me here, but um, when I'm talking about the black crow flying in, um, to me, that seemed to represent uh, more of just anything that kind of comes in and wrecks up the mom's, um, you know, uh, perfect life. Um and shows just how she immediately deals with whatever sort of snap judgment, doing whatever it takes to just destroy whatever that negative energy or happening is. And then you kind of see it again with, uh, you know, her fucking tarot and just kind of leaving her boring, you know, life to have the love that she wanted. And then, you know, the constantly making Kenya keep redoing the thing. She can't do it and just, Till her hands work bloody. And then um, I think the darkest part of the whole movie is in the end, the mom really learns nothing. Uh, Tinya is dead, but then she has Ollie. And, you know, Ollie is kind of actually the young version of her. 
whereas Ollie was doing anything to destroy anything that was ruining her perfect life with Kenya. So, um, so like in the end, everybody got more hatching than they bargained for. Right, bye bye. Well said. Yeah, no, Sam. Yeah, well, you make some good points. Did Did you get to see hatching, Dustin? Uh, no. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler. No, um, it's fine. Yeah, I'm. I I I think we kind of mentioned that where specifically the crow flying in is basically breaking up this perfect scene, you know, and it's the whole hatching metaphor is to show... Well, don't get so offended, Bryce. Okay. My name. Jesus. Just look at this guy. It's ego on him. Okay, we got two more to get through. This is a long episode. Oh, Gentlemen. Gentlemen. This is CJ coming to you from the land of Taxes and Liberty, Massachusetts. I wanted to get your thoughts on folk horror. Folk horror. And your top five folk horror movies. I am one who enjoys history and dark fairy tales and all that kind of stuff. So pretty much anything that A24 puts out, uh, Hereditary, Midsummer. Uh, I liked The Ritual. I know it's not A24, but it was on Netflix. Um, so anything like that. What are your top five folk horror movies get top for five. me to watch? Enjoy your day. I mean, my top five would probably be the five that I can think of right now. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm not going top five. You get, yeah. you get, like, I'd say, in terms of folk horror, I, I mean, Midsummer's great, but I, I, the Wicker Man is so perfectly perfect. Yeah. Like I, I can't like I, the the original Wicker Man was great. Yeah, I, I feel I'd go the the witch would be number one for me. What is now? What qualifies something as folk horror? Is it just a period? Um, piece? it's got folks in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some folks. Um, no, I think it's like kind of um. Culty shit? Related to folk legend, related to, like, um, you know, uh, ancient religion type stuff. Here, here's the Wikipedia. Folk horror is a subgenre of horror film for cinema or television which uses elements of folklore to invoke fear in its audience. Okay. Yeah, so the witch... Um, yeah, um, The Wicker Man, definitely. I, I, for some reason, I wouldn't use Midsummer. Like, that doesn't seem... I guess it, I the guess wailing it does. Was, the Wailing was pretty great. Yeah. Definitely yeah. different. Yeah, I, I think my top is The Witch, though. Okay. What about you, Dustin? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at Shudder right now, and like looking at the full colder, horror section. They have Texas Chainsaw Massacre in there, so I'm not... <laughs> I'm a little confused as well, um, yeah, but yeah, like Texas just a bunch of folks. <laughs> They're good old just boys, a bunch of folks. Just a bunch yeah. of folks uh, in Texas. But I think you guys nailed it with with what you got there. I mean, the whaling was great. Um, Wicker Man. I would say Midsummer is kind of folkish. I, I don't. I don't fucking know what that means. Oh, you but, know what I forgot? Yeah. Robocop two. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Last call. 
Joe, this is Mike. Uh, I just came across your podcast. I really dig what you guys are doing. Uh, more uh, porno or horror movie. And uh can't believe you guys sell for the COVID hoax. Anyway, uh, stay being afraid of the air. Talk to you guys later. Mike from California. Hey, Mike from California said a lot of nice stuff about us and then is like, I can't believe you fell for the COVID hoax. Stay afraid of being, stay being afraid of the air. Which seems like, I don't know what we exactly said to upset Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, but clearly we mentioned COVID and the fact that it is something that exists. <laughs> well, we wore, I guess we mentioned we wore masks or that. Oh, yeah. It was a thing going on. Yeah, it did happen. Uh, I'm not sure. That's what they want you to think, Dave. Boy, it's kind of apropos that it ha- that Mike makes an appearance on the sadness episode. <laughs> I got to say, like, you know, it, it's hard to be, I don't know. I have just no energy around this. Yeah, it's it's hard to, like, have any energy around it at this point. But really, you know, now that people are are vaccinated and like doing nothing else like we're not wearing masks and going mm. out in public and stuff mm. um okay. it's, it's just a question of like yeah was it worth it yeah i think it's a valid question to ask i think it is too is I, it worth it I, to have to i get that disrupt the entire economy and people's lives to save how many people oh exactly? billions it's like, uh, yeah, no, I, there's a definitely an element of me. Like, I've never trusted the government in any way, shape or form. Just yeah. as a as a general rule of thumb, I go, if it's from the government, it's lies. Right. Like, it's just they're just trying to control us sheep. Like, Here, I, I'm all a- that. But also, I'm like, I don't want I don't like being sick. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't want people to get sick. Um, well, here's another here's another um, uh, conundrum. Mm. Framed by oh, no. left versus right debate. Oh no, oh. centrist Bryce is back. So, is this Cope. a new character on the show? <laughs> centrist, centrist Bryce, Bryce comes out. <laughs> centrist Bryce. <laughs> would hop to I think all sides are. Um, uh, okay, so left versus right debate. Oh no, centrist Bryce. No, are, are the left pro or anti-COVID restrictions? They are pro-COVID restrictions. Pro-COVID restrictions. Yeah. Because you might kill people. Mm-hmm. What people? Alive people. Boomers. Right. So like, they're pro-boomer okay. life. Right. So think of all... Like, so in the terms right of- is anti-boomer life? And it's ironic because so much of the right is comprised of boomers? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm saying, like, if you want your agenda to go forward for, like, progressive politics mm. wouldn't the absolute most conducive thing is to get rid of as many like entrenched old people mm. just saying like let's be consistent people like if you want yeah. progressive agenda push the covid onto old people because they're the ones that die and all of a sudden <laughs> all these people the that are like what's, traditional values and like what's, uh, what's that dustin it's the best thing for the environment. It that too. The more people that die, the better they are for the environment and healthcare. People, what a bunch of bastards! 
So mean, there, there it is. Stay afraid of being, stay being afraid of the air, Bryce. And you too, Dustin. Continue being afraid of the air. And actually, you know, I mean, I've, I've said this before. Like, I just do what I'm told. Like, I don't, I'm not taking a strong stand. I'm not saying like, this is blah, blah, blah. I'm not taking like a, a, uh, casting dispersion or attributing values to people that are pro or against. I just do what I'm told. Just people said, like, you just got to wear a mask now and not go out. I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, that wasn't a tall order for Bryce. <laughs> not, <laughs> didn't really disrupt my life too At much. At all. It was like, oh, do the same thing I've been doing for like two years now? Okay. I'm done. I'm done. This episode's too long. Okay, goodbye. Here, here. I'm going to play you out with Mike. Uh, stay being afraid of the air. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> Mike from California. <laughs> Dustin, All thanks right. for being on the show. We love everybody listening. <laughs> HorrorMovieTalk.com and check out Dustin at dgobble 0 on Instagram. Uh, he, is, he is the best artist maybe in the entire world. So you check him out and, you know, just... Anyway, uh, stay being afraid of the air. Talk to you guys later. Mike All from right. California. Mike from California. All right. See you, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Hello and welcome Goodbye. to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. always get priority but we also review older horror movies both good and horrible wow that didn't sound good